Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Libra season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you and leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, make sure to take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Libra season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of Libra's zodiacal energy and explore how it manifests in the world, in our relationships, and in each of us. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and Libra represents amazing and important energy for each one of us. You can find the Libra Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring monthly donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I want to let you know that I'm offering a live online class on October 13th for the full moon in Aries. This class is open to all and no previous experience with astrology is required. In the class, we'll explore the chart for the full moon and how we might each interpret it in our personal charts in relationship to broader themes right now, such as climate change and social justice. You can register for the class by donation and 90% of all proceeds will be given to the Sunrise Movement, a youth-led movement for climate and economic activism. I also want to let you know that the deadline to register for my upcoming retreat is on Friday, September 27th. Please join me for three days and nights in Southwest Washington State for a deep dive into the astrology of 2020 and how to work with your own chart to manifest your vision and expand your gifts. You can find more information about my upcoming classes and retreats at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsor message, and I'll be right back with you in just a moment with your horoscope. Hello, Pisces. Thank you so much for listening. This is your audio horoscope for Libra season in 2019. Libra season is the span of time between September 23rd and October 23rd. In this horoscope, I'll be focusing on some of the more major and predominant themes this season within the astrological influence. I'll be considering especially the influences of the personal planets as they move through the sign Libra and as they aspect planets in Capricorn, Aries, and Cancer. For you, Libra rules your solar eighth house. This has to do with your shared resources 
debts, inheritances, money that you share with other people, as well as shared energy. And um, energy can include a lot of things. So in this place of the chart, we find a lot of information about your attachments, your emotional hooks, your insecurities, your shame, your fears. We also find information about secrets and where you hold secrets or information with other people, where other people hold information about you. We find information about subtext of the emotional um, experiences that you share with others. These are like kind of subliminal happenings where you might feel persuaded or manipulated or where you might be um, unconsciously or subconsciously relating with others emotionally. Finally, this place in the chart has a lot to do with endings and how we work with transition in our lives. Cancer rules your solar fifth house. The fifth house corresponds to your creative energy. Your creative energy includes your basic energy and vitality, as well as what you create, what you do with your unique and special perspective and uh, abilities. For some people, this is going to mean your children, you create your children, you raise your children. For everybody, this is going to mean how you use your energy to express yourself and what you care about. Aries rules your solar second house. The second house corresponds to your values and value systems and your valuables. This has to do with your self-esteem, your ability to accumulate and earn the resources that you need, your value systems, what you think is important to accumulate and earn, and then your valuables, your liquid assets, and your personal finances. Finally, Capricorn rules your solar 11th house. The 11th house has to do with future outcomes, your hopes, your worries, your fears um, for how you express yourself in the world, for your children. It has to do with larger social circumstances and how you connect with the larger social group. Throughout this month of Libra season, it seems to me like you're wrestling with some important choices and experiences. There may be significant hopes or fears that you are in relationship with that have to do with your future and potentially with your children's future. You're reaching a place where choices must be made, and I think you're trying to figure out what the best choices that you can make are, how to care for what's important to you, and on some level, you're wrestling with what is important to you. Values change. What's important to you now might not be important to you in five or 10 years. So I really wanna encourage you to think deeply about this question of value and importance. I wanna encourage you to consider as deeply as you can your children, if you have them, um, the children in general, any future generations, people who are younger than you, no matter how young you might be, and I want you to consider your vitality and your happiness. These should be your utmost priorities. Your ability to express yourself and to live in a way that is personally satisfying, your 
alignment and integrity with your own heart, with what really wants to be expressed through you when you are at your best. And I don't know what that means for you, but I know the feeling of it. And the feeling of it is heart expansion. It's feeling proud of yourself. It's feeling like you have something that you want to be giving, that you want to be doing, that you're interested in. Please don't shut those interests or your enthusiasm or your your uh, energy into a formula or into a box. If what you love doing doesn't fit into societal norms of career options, um, find ways and times to do it in a manner that is consensual, that is safe, um, but give yourself time. Give yourself space to explore your own desires, to explore your own interests. Make sure that you prioritize your feeling of heart expansion, regardless of everything else in your life. If you're thinking about success and ambition as material, uh, materiality or objects or validation from other people, and you're thinking into it and you're feeling stressed out, this is not productive for you. You have to be in a space where you are in agreement with your own heart. If you are not, then you will suffer. Now, if you have children, um, or whether or not you have children, please think about children now, little babies now. Their joy, their innocence, their opportunities, and the profound challenge that they have being young at this time on earth. There is so much that they are going to have to contend with in their lives that is potentially devastating and incredibly traumatic. They may also be people who can change the world. And when their creativity is encouraged, when they are nurtured to look towards hope, and to express their own heartfulness, their love, their enthusiasm, then we all have hope. So please prioritize them as you make your choices. Please prioritize the future, regardless of whether you feel personally connected or attached to these people or not. And consider that your relationship with values extends into very real choices that you're making. Learn to work with your money in a way that is healing. It doesn't matter if you have very little money or if you have a ton of money. You can be conscious with how you spend your money. As a consumer, try to purchase goods and pay for services from people or companies that are equitable, that pay living wages, that do their best to honor and replenish the environment. If you have money to invest, please do not invest your money with greed or blindness. Invest in socially responsible and environmentally responsible portfolios even if it means a lower yield. Consider the future. Consider what you are supporting with your money. 
you have the opportunity right now to make some important choices and transitions in your life. It's going to mean so many different things for all of you, but the sense that I get is that you can move towards a really different kind of future right now. Maybe one that you would never have imagined for yourself even a couple of weeks ago. As you contend with your choices, hold them with as much care and consideration for all who are involved as you possibly can. As you make choices, consider the larger, broader impact of your choices. If you can talk to other people about the choices that you're making and the considerations that you're holding, do. Talk to people at work, talk to people who you live with, talk to people that you're sitting next to on the bus. Try and engage other people with these questions of value, of what's important in the world. That's what I have for you for now, Pisces. I hope that this message is interesting and helpful in this month ahead. If you'd like to know more about astrology, please become a subscriber. You can get information on planetary aspects and lunar cycles day by day with the subscriber calendar, and you can get suggestions for how to work with those specific aspects as you go. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you all the best in Libra season and beyond. Bye for now.